Hey, I'm late. Hey, I'm so glad you were able to make it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, as you all are aware, uh, my name is Carla, and I'm the host and the founder of the podcast entitled I'm My Sister's Keeper. My Sister's Keeper was created so that women would have a safe space to discuss everyday issues that affect our well-being while keeping shit real, raw, and uncut. This evening, we have in the building Empress Liz. You guys should know who Empress Liz is because you can always check us out on YouTube, um, Facebook, uh, and some of the other social media platforms that we kind of roam on or hang out on. Uh, but I have <laughs> I have Empress Liz in the building. Uh, and um, this evening, our topic of conversation will be relationships. Now listen, I've received questions uh, via email, text message regarding uh, some pressing questions that some of our listeners uh, are interested in our feedback on. Uh, well, once again, remember, we're not, psych- we're not psychotherapists. Um, we're just sisters, okay? hanging out and uh we'll kind of review the questions and, and then give you guys our input and our own uh personal perspective uh on uh, some of the topics we're going to be discussing this evening so sister liz are you there i am here okay i'm are right you ready here. and i salute words of grace, peace, mercy, truth, and love as always. And again, I, I, with a disclaimer, you know, we are speaking from places of experience and in some instances, observation. And uh, I'm glad that you made it clear that uh, there are people, uh, your viewers, your faithful viewers that are asking and, and asking thought-provoking questions that, um, hey, we need we're our sisters keepers so let's hit it sister we absolutely are um, I, I just want to first start by saying that I am starving right now <laughs> I just I am starving I just had a blueberry mango uh, almond milk smoothie with a little flax seed and oatmeal it, it was delicious however when I was in Jamaica I ate everything that wasn't moving. Okay. Uh, and uh, my cup was always pretty full with uh, libations. Even it was, even if it was eight thirty-five in the morning, I was up drinking, and so now I pay the price. But anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. <sighs> but anyway. Okay. But anyway, I just wanted to share that. Um, <laughs> so I got of emails in regarding um, relationships and um, the questions that I received were from the listeners that are over 40 years old so these are grown grown people okay and my first question is from a uh, Tam I think Tam is from Detroit Think. Shout out to everybody in the D. You know how that goes. That's and right. Tam wants to know. Yeah, you know how that goes. Shout out to everybody in the D. And Tam wants to know what do we think about 
uh, her being involved with, with a married man. She states that she's 45. Um, she said that she was married before, and her husband was a real joker. She didn't say joker. She used another word that I'm not going to use, so I'm just going to say joker. Yeah, that her that her husband was a real joker, and um, she's not really interested in being in a committed relationship. She just wants to have fun. So, okay. Do you, do you want to start this off? Well, you know, I'm gonna just kick kick it off because I wanted to just say to you when you said relationships, I wanted to ask you, were we primarily focusing on romantic relationships? Because there are all sorts of relationships. So I guess if we're starting with that, now I'm you know on the surface. Well, I got an abundance of questions. That that's why okay. I couldn't really yeah. There's an abundance okay. of stuff. Okay, so, that's so what, we're, yeah. we're covering all types of relationships. Yeah. yeah. Okay, this is the first one. So, on the surface of it, we can sit here and say, oh, she's messing with a married man and all that stuff, right? However, I think that um, we have to remember that anytime we have um, steady interactions with people, in fact, our relationships, right? So, even if there's a romantic twist or aspect to it, you know, it becomes a thing of, you know, if you want to have fun, having fun is one thing. But do you want to be in, um, have trustworthy relationships or do, you know, whatever they, however that may look, whatever that may look like. So, um, I wouldn't sit in judgment. I would just definitely say that she should question whether or not she's confusing having fun, right? Because we can all have fun all sorts of ways, but having fun with someone that's breaking a covenant that they made, because it's really not even just about her, it's about the person that she's dealing with. I think we've kind of covered that topic before, but again, you know, right? Um, I wouldn't recommend it. I would just say that, but again, people sometimes gravitate toward that for the lack of commitment. Me, I'm someone I'd like to deal with trustworthiness. All right. Well, I'm going to add my three cent. My daddy, my daddy used to always say, and this is just a, an old, I, I guess a wise tale. I don't know if it really could be considered a wise tale. I don't know. But my daddy used to say, you lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. Okay? Now, I'm not saying, Tam, that you were an animal. I'm not saying that. This is just a saying. Okay? Listen. I don't even need to know the details of the why, the who, the what, the how. I, I don't. I don't need. I don't even need all that. What I know is that the man that you're entertaining is married. What I know is that he's married to someone else. What I know, this is bigger than us. This is between them and God. Okay. What I know is um, he didn't make any promises to you he made them to his wife however that whole situation is just so complicated and intricate and something that you really don't want to be in the midst of because there are too many single men that you can entertain i'm just saying i'm just saying and this is coming from someone that's married i'm not i'm just saying i'm just saying or i would say this or i would say this find some new ways to have fun and not always have it have to be in that way yeah. um 
But continue, sis. I didn't mean to cut you off. That's okay. Listen, uh, he's going to be held accountable because he stood in front of God with his wife and said he do. I'm sure she didn't have any type of weapon to his head to make him marry her, okay? And so with that said, uh, allow him to be accountable for his sins, but you don't have to be a part of that, okay? Once again, there are way too many single men that you can entertain. Stay away from these married people. Don't think because you're entertaining them on Tuesday and Thursday that they're going to leave their wives for you. It is not going to happen. Let me repeat for those that are in the back. <laughs> for all of these women who are, and once again, I'm not a psychotherapist, but I, I do have some uh, years of experience. I'm not 23 anymore, okay? That's fine. So I'm talking from experience, things that I've seen myself, uh, things I've personally witnessed, okay? These married men, and of course I can't speak for all of them, right? But I will say this. These folks that are married, and this applies to women as well, please. The majority of these folks that are married will meet you and give you a horror story, tell you a horror story about their living conditions, okay? The interesting part about all of that is it would be really, really interesting to get the wife and or the husband to sit in on that conversation so they could add their three cents because they don't always tell you the truth, okay? And so if you think that you are going to capture someone's husband or someone's wife, you are sadly mistaken. Now, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen because there are scenarios where these folks that are entertaining married people uh, become, uh, they're no longer number two and they become number one, right? However, how you get them is how you keep them. Keep that in mind. Awesome. And how you get them is how you lose them. Oh, is that it? How you lose them? <laughs> okay. <laughs> keep that in mind also. I have to keep that in mind because God never sleeps. Okay? For sure. And what you put out into the universe will definitely come back to you. Okay. I just wanted to say this too. I mean, you were saying that, you know, we, you know, people, not we, but people that are in situations like that or you get fed a certain scenario, um, it, If someone is breaking, you know, a vow, like you said, that they made, you know, before, you know, before God and before witnesses, I'm sure, why would you be surprised that they lie about other things? Or right, right, other right. I mean, and it's about trustworthiness, and, you know, again, for some people, it may work. You know, um, I would just think of how devastated I would be oh if my God. I were, you know, married or with someone in a, in a seemingly exclusive relationship um, and something like that happened. So. But, you know, sometimes you have these men and women that are married and they're married Sunday through Wednesday and they're single oh. Thursday through Saturday. Because okay. okay. I've seen that also. Okay. Well, then that works for them, and, and, and you know, make that that works for them. If that is what makes their 
situation flow and there's an honesty in between it because that's again this is what we're talking about um i one thing i would say is that i'm a firm believer in you know relationships have met and i think that we tend to have this delusional view almost and i mean and that's i speak for myself you know we did you know, we were, we were raised with this delusional vision of what a healthy relationship looks like, and some of us have never witnessed it. Uh, some of us have. Um, and so instead of trying to establish a relationship that works for you and the person that you're involved with, this is why we tend to, this is, again, my perception. You know, I was married before. I was in the, actually, you know, a, a long-term relationship with my children's father and um, married for almost 10 years, so I'm and no longer. But, um, again, you, we, we have to find what works for us in a relationship that we're in. And so if, if, you know, if there are people like that that say, hey, listen, I mean, again, that would not work for me. Right. That's when it's harmonious. And, 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 and honest in their relationships, you know, or in their relationship, then, you know, that, that I have to, we have to respect that, you know what I'm saying, if that makes it work, because, I mean, again, when you're in situations where there's a vindictive party or some vindictive yeah. vibration where you, the, the one party is blatantly, um, you know, having multiple affairs, first of all, that's not even safe, let's just begin you know, keep that uh, blatantly in mind. But again, it's emotionally unhealthy as well. And it's almost like, you know, you um, are someone that does not want to be in an exclusive relationship, then that's what it should be. But I would also say, even as we're on the subject of relationships, unless you want to go to the next question, um, I, a lot of times, and you've heard me say it before, I'll say it again, sometimes people need to clean the wax out of their ears because they may hear or claim to hear what the person is saying at the start, like, hey, I'm ready to be in a relationship, or hey, I want a serious relationship or whatever, and there's a misconnect, a, a disconnect, and, you know, just, yeah, there's a disconnect, so. No, I hear you, I hear you, um, and um, I agree 100%. Now, family, uh, you know, this show is pretty much so clean. My, my podcast is pretty much so clean. We don't we don't get too uh, X-rated all the time. But for those that are a tad bit on the sensitive side, you may, you may want to leave this podcast because uh, some of the questions that I have from this point on are quite X-rated. Uh, so once again, you may not want to be a part of this conversation and so if not i understand i completely understand and we'll see you uh next time okay i'm just i'm just putting it out there wow like that <laughs> yeah i'm just putting it out there because wow. i want to be honest i want to be honest. i just take the disclaimer that i am not privy <laughs> to the conversation i'm not privy to the questions yeah you have no idea the things that i've got no yeah you have no uh, idea the oh questions that i've received <laughs> and wow all right uh, but once again, for those who are seeking additional uh, help from someone that is trained, um, I will leave Nina Ruffin's information in the details to this podcast. You guys can reach out to her. If you cannot, Nina is a psychotherapist who is based um, in upstate New York. She is currently 
looking to uh, open an office in Manhattan or Brooklyn. I forget which borough. However, um, if you can't make it uh, to a office appointment, um, she will be able to see you virtually as well. And if she's booked up, she has other members on her team who will be able to speak to you as well. So I won't forget to leave that information in the details of the podcast. Um, There's a Sandy who sent me an email and Sandy wanted to know what were my thoughts on her being intimate with five different men and she also said they don't use protection listen I don't pay these people to send this stuff to me like this is this is real emails from folks that are uh, sending their questions in and uh, they just they just want to hear our feedback on it and so I felt like doing something different tonight. This is this is a little outside of the norm, but all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So, so first of all, let's let's just. And I don't know what state she's calling from. No, no. Right, but let's state. Let me ask you. But before I even open my mouth, let me just ask you one thing. She's she said that she is in five separate physical relationships. Well, I don't know if they're relationships. Okay, you know, well, you they're like, see, see, this is what we have to understand. There are multiple types of relationships. If you have a buddy that is someone that you connect with solely for whatever, you may go have coffee. You may have girl. She ain't talking about coffee. That that no. You know what I'm saying. I'm with yeah. the point that I'm trying to make is you're, if you're spending time consistently with someone. That in and of itself is a relationship. Now, that does not mean it is a relationship that you are boyfriend and girlfriend, man and woman, husband and wife. You people have emotional connections with people. Those are relationships. If you are you are seeing five different people for the purposes of sex and it's because, quote unquote, you want to have fun. Okay. Those are in and of itself relationships. I think they call them sneaky links. Is that what I don't know what people call them. Let's just, I just want to start there. I just, I I just want to start there. I think that's what they call them. I don't know. I just wanted to start there to establish that, like I said, if you are consistently spending time in some way, shape, or form, whether it be on the phone, texting, and I'm talking about often, this is a consistent thing. This is something that's going on every couple of times every week, and it's going on for some time. Those are considered relationships. Now, like I said, it's not necessarily that it has to always have a romantic twinge to it, but like you said, if this is what she's doing, she's got five different people that at some point, for whatever course of time and duration, within her time and week, she is spending time having sex, those are relationships. Okay, so that's how I feel about that. Now, first of all, we have to understand when we are intimate with anyone, that that is such a sacred act, whether you are frivolously, frivolously engaging or deeply connecting on a love level with it. So in saying that, when you are joining with someone, body to body like that right and in actual act right you're sharing your soul in a sense you know you're sharing pieces
pieces of your essence. So when you do that with multiple people, it's like you're, and I hate, I hesitate to use the word deposit, maybe transfer would be an even better word because you are transferring energy from one person to the next in that act of in that sexual act and people need to be mindful of that that's why a lot of times when you know people are in situations especially like um i want to say people that i guess are you know that prostitute themselves or that are very sexually promiscuous or oftentimes there's a desensitization so to speak so it's almost like you know there's like a disconnect but there's a there's that transference and that accumulates that energy accumulates and then there's residue and stuff connected to that so I, I look at it that way like you're giving this giving pieces of yourself absorbing energy that you may not necessarily want to have around you all the time you know that was so tastefully said mm-hmm. let me tell you something I just I, I hope it didn't sound like I was rambling I mean no no, it wasn't. It was no. it was well said and it was it was tastefully uh, stated as well. But let me just say this because I'm not even I'm not even gonna go that route. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how old. Well, I do. You're over forty. I mean, I don't have your exact age, but over forty, Miss. Excuse me, Miss. Miss. Excuse me. <laughs> to be over forty sleeping with five different people without uh, protection. Oh, wait. I didn't even hear that part. What? Yes. Yes. This is what she put in the email. I don't know her. I don't know this woman. She said she was sleeping with five different men without protection. Oh, no. Miss. Miss. Go to the doctor. Miss. Full and complete. Hey, listen. What you do with your body is your business. Because you grow, right? However, and and this is just my, this is just me, personal experience, life, right? Why in the world would you want to be intimate with five different men without wearing any type of protection with these men? Miss, that's like playing Russian roulette roulette with your life. Why, why would you want... I mean, I'm just saying, like, what is... And do, what my question is, I'm do just they asking, know about each other? Do they know about each other? And if so, do they know that you are wrong with yeah. all of them? They probably do. If they know about each other, it's over. They do know. I don't know. And that's even more frightening. I don't know. I don't know. They probably talk about that. But somewhere in the madness, you know, there has to be a responsible party. Like... Five men without protection. Oh my gosh, um, that's very adventurous. <laughs> very, but that's your business. I mean, you sent the email in to to the podcast, and so tonight I just felt like doing something a little different because lately I've been getting all type of um, emails regarding relationships and relationship and sex and. All of this stuff. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't normally. I mean, I have had podcast episodes where we kind of discussed it, but not like the degrees tonight. Yeah, okay. yeah. So this is this is a little different. I'm taking a spin on some things this evening, but I don't know what to tell you, Miss. 
um, five men at, well, uh, you know, you're sleeping with five different men and you're not using protection. Uh, I personally think you're playing Russian roulette with your life. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have children, um, you have family, your mom, your dad, brothers and sisters. I'm sure that you have family that love you. Someone loves you and I'm sure would want to see you grow old. Right, and uh, in the world that we live in, uh, it's uh, dangerous, <laughs> very, very dangerous. So, not only do you have to worry about some form of a sexually transmitted disease, but you can't play games with people's emotions like that. And we all know that perhaps. You know, I don't know, some of these men might be married, some of these men might have significant others, but, you know, number two eventually wants to become number one, right? And you have to be mindful of that, because now more than ever, we turn on the news or we open the, uh, the, the newspaper, you're in a magazine, you're on social media, and there's some woman that's found dead, Okay. And it's either an ex-lover, an ex-husband, someone she was romantically involved. It's just, you're playing Russian roulette with your life. Now, let me just say this. We know that um, for these young, uh, for these uh, young and older women that are being killed by husbands and boyfriends, we, uh, our heart breaks for their family, for their children, because that is, I mean, I'm absolutely speechless over that. I mean that there's there's really no words to express the uh, level of sadness that you feel when you hear that. So not all of those situations have anything to do with these young ladies sleeping with five and six different men because that's not the case. But I'm just saying, why would you want to play Russian roulette with your life like that? Exactly. Why? So I mean. That's your business. I don't really know what else to say other than that. You don't want to play with people's emotions. And even if you guys started off by just hanging out and kicking it, because I've heard people say, we just kicking it. It'll be the ones that you kicking it with that'll be sitting out in front of your house. Okay? Um, (laughs) That's not funny, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It happens. It's the truth. You know what? That is so true. And once again, we're not saying that no, you, that know, you have to be sleeping yeah. with five different men for bad things to happen. We're not saying that at all because we know that you could have one man. It could be your husband, and your ex-husband, or your husband, your ex-boyfriend, your boyfriend, and these guys are still killing these women, and it's disgusting. But I'm just saying, why would you want to multiply that by four? You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't think, you know, maybe we should just not 
do this and just be friends kind of thing. And um, he got a little, little indignant at first and then got, I guess, it, you know, I guess he realized that that wasn't working. So he just became incredibly nice, like very inauthentically so. And um, I pay attention to it and I paid attention, paid attention to it because it was something that made me feel uncomfortable and whatnot. And I had to make sure that he was clear that, you know, there's no reason, you know, at some point, sometimes, you know, there are some people you can have relationships with on a romantic level and then just be friends and then not ever be in that space and frequency ever again. But then there are people that you may have, you know, preliminary romantic relationship or interest and it goes left, um, which has been kind of my luck <laughs> in the last six years. Um, but I'm writing a new story as of today. Anyway, um, the thing about it is, is that I didn't expect him to react that way. I kind of figured that he was going to, you know, be like, oh, okay, you know, that's okay. No, that was not the case. That was not the case. And like I said, it really got uncomfortable. Um, I had to, I feel like I had to really be firm and I don't like playing with people's emotions and I don't like hurting people's feelings. So it was kind of hard to have to say things in a way that would be understood to a point where I almost felt like I might have needed to see about them, if that makes sense. I really wanted to just like say what is it going to take for you to leave me alone kind of situation so you know we have to definitely like you said be mindful but again it means that we may need to take a little longer time to get to know people absolutely Um, you know we really you know i've i've kind of learned that um not to say that i was ever rushing into anything um but that you know it's yeah you gotta really kind of (laughs) get to know people and hear what it is that they're not saying um, yeah. Let me give you a story. This is, wow, this might be 20 years ago? Maybe? Maybe 20? Yeah. So I used to date this guy that was really cool who wrote for a hip-hop magazine, right? And um, he, an uh, outstanding writer. Uh, every concert that hit the garden... I was there because he got in because he wrote for Hip Hop Magazine. Um, Eventually, we started living together because I thought, you know, we were going to be married. We talked about, you know, getting married. So this was a serious relationship. It wasn't anything fly by night. And because he wrote so well, uh, he started off writing maybe one or two articles and then the one or two became three and four and then he had his own column but I remember there were times when uh, Method Man had called looking for him I mean all type of rappers were calling the house looking for him and so I was like wow this is great this is cool and I was you know I was younger at the time and so it was such uh, an adrenaline rush right he was real cool 
I don't remember exactly what happened, but I know I decided that he just didn't fit what I was looking for at the time. But I don't, I'm telling you, I don't remember what happened. It was so long ago. And so eventually we went our separate ways. Now I happened to stay in the apartment that we got because it was really cute and it was close to the train uh, because I worked in Manhattan at the time. I was living in Jersey. And so... Was that when we were both living downtown? Yes. Yeah, because that, that would have been... A, yeah, it's like, like 30 years ago, right. girl. Okay, 30 years, something like that. I know it was a long time. 28. Yeah. Actually, no, it's been about 30 because I was 20. Yeah, it was, it was about, it was about 30 because this is before I knew you. Right. And so... Okay, so he went one way and I went the other but I decided to stay in the apartment because it was fabulous and it was close to the city and I could just take a train and be in Manhattan it was perfect because I worked in the city one night or one early morning two o'clock in the morning someone is ringing my buzzer okay and it wasn't just they rung my buzzer and realized oh shit I'm at the wrong address they rang my buzzer for about 20 minutes. So at this point in the buzzer, my buzzer was really, really loud. Like so loud that the folks across the hall could hear. Because I lived above an antique, an oriental furniture. What was it? Antique oriental furniture warehouse. Yes. And the person that owned the building had a antique furniture store in Manhattan, I think on Fifth Avenue. And so I lived above the warehouse. And so there were only two apartments above the building. Right. And obviously my neighbor heard the bell. So I get up and I walk down the stairs. There was two, there was the, the door that I had to exit before I got to the hallway entrance door there was a, a mail slot and because the door was wood there wasn't a peephole it was just a, a, a slot right and the intercom you could buzz someone in right but I chose not to do that because it was two o'clock in the morning of course so I tiptoed down the stairs I opened the door and I got on my knees and I peeped out of the peephole and guess the hell who I saw? Him. Him. Obviously, I didn't let him in. I I said to him, what are you doing? It's two o'clock in the morning. Like, what's up? What's happening here? Because we're trying to sleep. And I knew who my neighbor was because she was cool as hell. That was my, you know, my peoples. I knew who she was. We're trying to sleep. What do you want? And I don't remember what he said, but I was like, you're not getting in here. So you might as well go wherever you're going. I come back upstairs and he rung my buzzer for probably 40 more minutes. What? Just laying on it? The next, laying on it. The next day, two o'clock in the morning, he does the same thing. (laughs) The day after that, the same. The day after that, the day after that, the day after that. He rung my buzzer at two or three o'clock in the morning for about an hour for I, this happened for about a week 
And that's when I had to go get a restraining order and have it sent to the magazine. Now, mind you, because he wrote for the magazine for so long, I knew a lot of the editors at the magazine, the freelance writers. Like, I knew these guys. Right. Because I had been to house parties, office right. parties, concerts. Like, they were cool as hell. I knew these guys. And so when the restraining order was sent to the office, I had kind of spoke to one of the editors and was like, listen, this is what's happening. Can you tell me what time he's going to be there? And the editor was like, I'll do one even I'll, I'll do one even better for you. I'll set up an appointment. <laughs> I'll set up an appointment with him. And um, I'll tell you the date and the time. And so that's essentially, you know, the, the restraining order was served to him at the magazine. Okay. That's crazy. But I'm sorry, sister. After the second or third night... That would not have continued. Sorry. It was just crazy, but it was just crazy because you just, like, it was crazy. Mm. It was just crazy. Like, who thinks that somebody's going to do that? Nobody who thinks, thinks that that's going to be an issue? Because no. No. the thing is, is a lot of times, and, you know, you got to, my thing is, is I, I am loved. And that's the thing that, that anybody that tries to do that. They need to understand I am loved. And, you know, when 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 guys try to do that, or anyone, not even guys, I'm not going to say guys, because it's terrible. You know, I don't know if it was a week. I don't know. It could have been, like, after the fourth day. Because I can't okay. see me dragging it out for a week. Yeah, I don't, I don't see think that. so. Because I, I was telling work, you, man. Yeah, I don't see that. Because I was getting up out of my bed, and that thing would shoot me up. I, I'm not trying to be feared trying to make me 
afraid. And you what see what's even... So I'm going to actually say what I did. What I did was my one of my sons was home. And I called my son while he was on the phone. And he was like, oh, oh, okay. And I was, he was like, I'm not downstairs anyway and whatnot. And he wasn't because I had, as I was doing that, I was going downstairs myself to look out my window, my, uh, the window on my door to see if he was downstairs. Right, that, that's some uncomfortable. It is. And, and you know um, what's crazy? Yeah. What's even crazier is, so I became friends with the alcoholics that had hung out in the train station because you know how I am. I'll talk to anybody, right? And uh, I remember I used to give these women, if I cooked and I had extra food, I would take them food to the train station. I would take them clothes, you know, just stuff that I didn't wear that wasn't beat up. Okay, I'm not giving somebody something beat up. Uh, But jackets and hats and scarves and stuff like that and a few dollars every now and then. But I would always take them food. And I remember saying to one of the ladies, listen, remember that guy you used to see me with all the time? And she was like, yes, yes, I remember. I said, if you see him hanging around the train station, let me know. And I remember going to work one morning and she stopped me and she said, remember when you spoke to me about that guy? She said, I see him late at night around here, but I don't see him with you, but I see him late at night. So you be careful. Mm. How about that? Mm. Crazy. So when I say to you, you have to be mindful of your interactions with these men because you you never know. Like when I met him, I didn't know that he was crazy as hell. Not just men. I mean, I know we're on a platform for women, but sisters, if you see yourself in, in, in a story like that, check yourself because, you know, we a lot of times, and like I said, it's not just men that do that. You know, we, we have to be mindful of that. So like I said, sisters, if you find that you are that person that you can't just leave well enough, leave well enough alone and whatnot, um, you know, because I mean, and that's, that's provided, like I said, that someone has been, has articulated that they are not interested in having any sort of relationship with you. That is what I'm talking about. I would, I would not want someone to have to tell me that more than once, um, and, and <laughs> really and truly. And that's not to say that I wouldn't be disappointed or hurt by it or, you know, disappointed. But again, I think that, you know, whenever there's been um, any sort of, and I say rejection, um, when I mean it that way, I mean it like someone that I could actually, or I actually felt interested in, that it may not have been mutual. Um, yeah, you just, I mean, not to say that, you know, everybody, you know, no one likes to be not, you know, uh, um, you know, uh, no one likes to be rejected, but I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't, um, I try not to, I, w- I try to look at it rather as, um, them getting out of the way for the one that I'm supposed to be with, basically, but <laughs> I don't know, uh, I don't really get beat so much about it, it just... Let me give you guys this tip also, and this is from my daddy. When I first moved to New York, my daddy told me never travel the same route twice because people are watching you. He said you're not going to see them watching you, but people are watching you. I say that. And he also told me that if you're a single woman and you're living in these apartment buildings, put a male member of your family's name on the mailbox. Always. Because people are watching you. People are watching you. That's what my daddy told me, and I've always... No, I do. I've always done that. And again, even, like I said, with me, you know, I travel um, for work. 
and I'm always at a state and I tell people that all the time one thing I do not do is especially certain states I don't move around uh, too much you know at night um, or by myself unless I'm with someone you know what I'm saying because and especially it's funny that that we're even talking about this um, and, and, and and I love you guys for this because I actually it, it dropped in my spirit earlier to mention it but I didn't you know, we were talking about relationships, but just since we're talking safety now, um, I'm in the DMV, right? So I'm in Virginia, and um, and like I said, close to DC. And I noticed today that this is like the seventh day in a row, I want to say, or at least the fifth, let's just say five, which is too damn many, that I've seen women reported missing on the news feed, man. It's sickening. And, 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 and wait, yeah, women of color, young girls some, in some instances. And this, um, I had heard about this like about maybe a year or two ago, but like, you know, yeah. So in saying that, right, say for I know, you know, I'll get on a platform that it's going to be hard for me to step down from. So let's just stay with the topic at hand of, of safety. I watch how I move um, the restaurant or because it's like a restaurant, a bar restaurant, but I order my food there. I had to tell them to stop saying my room number out loud. Um, I know, I know, you know, if you don't remember it because you have to remember everybody else's, don't say it out loud to me um, so that you know that I know you know it. Just write it on the ticket. Like I had to tell them that. I remember being in um, Albuquerque, New Mexico, um, and there was a guest there with his children and his significant other. And later on, I had been working in, well, actually, I wasn't working in my room, but I went downstairs to get a glass of wine, and he was at the bar with friends, and he grabbed my hand, Carla, oh my God, and I had to kind of pull away, like, pull it away from him, because he had it kind of hard. He was like, you should have a drink with us and whatnot. And I was like, no, you know, um, my husband's upstairs waiting for me, and I'm, plus I'm doing, you know, some work or whatever, because I had to make him think I was not alone. And do you know that this man followed me? Because they had a, it was an atrium hotel, and I went to the elevator, and I got on the elevator, and I could actually see him looking in the elevator, watching it as it went was going up. That's crazy. But you know what I said? I pressed a different floor, and got off the elevator, and got off of it in a way where he didn't see which way I went when I got off the elevator, because he couldn't see, you know, because at that point the wall is up too high. And whatnot, and then you I see now all of that's extra. You shouldn't yeah, even have to do that. that. You shouldn't even have to do that. That's crazy. I, yeah, I don't know who this man is. You know, I don't know if he's gonna. I mean, even though he's not gonna come, you know, even if he comes knocking on my door, I'll call security. But the thought that someone would want to disgusting to to be trolling to see where I'm going is disturbing. You know. Family, listen. When you guys are in these Ubers, share your eye. Share your eye. Oh, what is it? Share your location. Share your location. Share your location, and not only that, but just sometimes be on the phone because if you're there, absolutely. But you wanna, you wanna, if you can be on the phone with a male family member, friend, let them know. Listen, even call them a day or two before. I need to go here. I'm taking an Uber. I will probably be in the cab at this, the Uber at this time. Just stay on the phone with me. Just stay on the phone with me. We have to start to from start to from the beginning of my trip to the end of the trip. Have someone be on the phone. And if you can't get a mail, 
to have your assistant, your auntie, your girlfriend. Hell, at this point, have a co-worker. Just have because you got a brother. If you're on the phone, your lunch, everything is being paid. So, you know, somebody would be a little less inclined to want to try to do some dumbness. Um, you know. Well, we didn't necessarily cover all of the questions that yeah, were sent in, uh, but maybe we'll have a part two to this because uh, I know that you have to get up uh, to uh, handle your business tomorrow morning and stuff. So anyway, family, we appreciate you guys taking uh, time out of your evening to join us. You could have been doing anything but you chose to hang out with myself yes. and Empress Liz. So listen, we love you. Yes, uh, please yeah. be safe. You know, we talked Always. about a lot of, we talked about a lot of, uh, or we covered uh, a, a lot of uh, information this evening. Um, none of this is to be taken lightly. It's not. Ladies, right. please be safe. Every day we turn on the news, we're on social media, we're on the internet, and there's someone that's missing, someone that's been killed. It is not a laughing matter, and our heart goes out to anyone who has lost a child, a mother, a son, a father. Our hearts are heavy. Yes, they are. And I just want to say one last thing. In protecting ourselves, we have to protect ourselves, not only physically, but mentally protect your peace, spiritually protect yourself as well. So, that, you know, prayer and meditation and uh, staying alert and aware, everybody. We love you. Good night. Peace out. Bye.